Why don't we do it in the road? Never understood the in the road versus on the road. What do you mean? You know? In the road? You don't, you're not on the road? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I think on the road. This like while you're on the on road. On the road means like in a car. Uh, and in the road would mean like doing it in the middle of the street. Playing checkers. Sure. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener? Question? No. (laughs) Uh, This is episode 25. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two guys who have won the trophy of my heart, Dave Grimma, Dan Colonna. Uh, is the trophy of your heart the silver monkey? <laughs> well, I wouldn't know anything about a silver monkey. Probably never will in the history of silver monkeys. So we both have at least one. There's three Sorry. people on this podcast. One of us does not have a silver monkey. That one person is me. And I will probably never get over that. I think I'll we should retire the silver monkey. You brought that up, and we have to have this serious conversation if we think, well, because as we kind of bring up what this episode is, a little different than we normally do. We've now played 24 games. It's our 25th episode because we do bi-weekly. We've basically been doing this for a year now, so a little little applause to us. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. kept it up. We did it. And thank you if you guys are tuning in, or ladies, listening to us, if you've been there since the beginning, which we know there are people are, which is crazy. Um, so thanks for listening. So we thought instead of looking ahead to all these new crazy games we're going to play, let's look back for a while. Let's, let's digest it a little bit. Let's hand out some, some love to some of these games we've played and some, what's the opposite of love? Not hate. Uh, um, anger? Dis- um, disdain? No, anger. Disdain. There's a good disdain. word. I like that. That's a I was thinking of something else. So to disdain. Disdain, some that dain. Any, any some, feel, some negative feelings. <laughs> we have to gain the disdain. But before we, grab, we start giving out awards, let's kind of, as we always do, let's, how's everyone doing this fine, fine evening? I'm all right. Oh, Dave's going to start. Yeah. He's, he's Solid. Lots of energy. Lots of energy. You seem like you're full of energy today as you barely can open yeah. your eyes. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you can't tell, but off camera, Dave keeps arching his head back. As if to internally scream, but it looks like it's slowly getting out. <laughs> I just wanted like to give the audience removal. a full picture of how Dave's doing right now. Okay, Dave, continue to talk about yourself. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. My uh, my newest love right now is I've been watching uh, Sword Art Online. It's just an anime. It's, I think is it's it, a manga. It was made into an anime. Also, um, that's also, there's also games of it, right? I there might be. I, I, yeah, there I are. Know. And they're multiplayer. Oh, they're boy. good. Mm. But I was I was uh, talking to Dan about it at uh, Comic Book Jones actually last time we were there. But uh, it's yeah, I guess. Um, but uh, but it's it's basically it's it's kind of like it's kind of like real life Matrix. No, not real life Matrix. It's kind of like anime Matrix, I guess. Where it's like everyone, everyone who plays Sword Art Online. They all wear like VR headsets that are like connected to their nervous system and stuff like that. So like Mark, you'd be all about it, right? Maybe I would real, be all about real it. Immersive, real immersive gameplay. But I love immersive gameplay. <laughs> but then it turns out that uh, that the the game developer or whatever 
he uh he ter- turns off the logout um option That's and he made the move. game yeah so you can't <laughs> leave the game and if you if somebody unhooks you you die and <laughs> and if you die in the game you die, <laughs> you die in real life, life. <laughs> but uh and then you just like see how everybody deals with that like the psycho the psychology of that you know some people are afraid to play the game some some people some people just settle down like in the game and like like some some people are just like i'm a fisherman or i'm a i'm a merchant in the game because it's an mmo but like you're depending on somebody else beating the gay game to finally get out wait so like the, what's happening in the like the real world with their bodies are people just like they, taking uh, advantage and of them they uh no no they're all oh almost, my god you went right to that <laughs> that's what huh? i would think when, about uh, <laughs> they, not in a they, dirty way I they was like just tackle, the they tackle it like really late in the story but like they're like oh do you remember that time when like a lot of people like fell over and stuff well that was I, we all assumed that during that time everyone was like moved into hospitals oh that sounds you like know, an so, m night Shyamalan movie so the day you, everyone uh, fell over when the game is finally beat, like the main character or the surviving characters, like they'll get, they get out of, out of hospital beds and stuff like that. But do you think we'll ever like live to the day where there's like people like, like that's like a serious thing. It's like people like live in a virtual reality MMO, like for mm-hmm. real. <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to get to a weird place where consciousness can totally sort of be copied over to a digital place. I think they, I can see it's not that far. I can see it happening, especially as, um, as like more and more jobs or can be done better by robots, people are gonna have more and more free time. Mm. And like, what are they gonna do? Just chill online. Hope with their buddies. Hopefully, not commit crimes or you know play Overwatch. I mean? Those are the two things you do. Either commit crimes or you play Overwatch if you have too much free time. Uh, yeah, but you know we can avoid those crimes with trees. That's true. You know? Shout out right? to Satalis. I mean, Game we'll probably talk about tonight. <laughs> All right, well, that's cool. I feel like I haven't watched an anime in, like, forever, so I'm glad some, one of us is keeping yeah, up the anime tradition. Yeah, when Dave brought this up, he brought this up to me, and I was like, an anime? Tell tell me more. I, I want to know definitely, about it. Would I say Dave is the biggest of anime of the three of us? I think so. He's definitely bigger than no, me. No, I, I like anime. I like. I mean, I like mainstream anime. I don't think I ever really mainstream. did. I mean, I like Samurai Champloo. That's probably the deepest cut That's pretty I deep. Have. It's inside the well. Kind of the well was like informational brains anyway all right so today's watching anime daniel oh. i know you've been playing some horizon i saw i've been playing the dinosaur machines the game, game. <laughs> <laughs> where you're a dinosaur machine hunter and it's the coolest open world game i've played in a long time and i'm really excited have you started playing it yet i have i'm like i think i'm not that far like maybe 90 minutes in i just yeah. did like I'm adults of oh, spoilers yeah, yeah, yeah. for well by the time this comes out it'll be like months old already. Well, spoilers like, to Dave if he ever wants to play it. Uh, he should because it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Uh, but I'm like I'm adult Aloy and I just did like my first hunt. Sort yeah, of. Yeah, me too. We're at okay. the same exact spot. All right. So yeah. Yeah. So it's what are you thinking of so it so far? Cool and it controls so nice and I'm instant that first intro mind you like i don't know if you want to call it intro the first chunk of the game two notes one Mm. as soon as i started saying i was ready to say it out loud to nobody to my dog like this is getting boring (laughs) as soon as that thought can't yeah he just looks at me up with that dog 
<laughs> what? As soon as that thought entered my mind, the game took off. Mm. I was like, oh, God, this is awesome. So that's the first thing. So that's my favorite when that happens. Number two, I love this character. I think she's so cool and so nice, and she's genuine and flawed and good. Mm. And I want to grow this character more and see what happens. And it's, it's just cool. Yeah. Really and I cool. and to like jump off the points like uh like you know maybe it was like kind of just my my current mind state but like you know the opening scene it's like you you see Aloy as like a baby and you're right. with Roast her Rost Roast Rost Rost, like, Rost. Rost. Uh, like he's kind of caring for her. Like kind of immediately had that like father connection. Like because she was like this babbling baby. I'm like I have an infant right now till I get that. But I thought I kind of felt the same thing as you, Dan. I was like, you know, how do I feel about her? The scene that actually kind of clued me, like not clued me, but really got me to to enjoy her was actually when she's a kid and she's yep. wandering through those ruins and she uh-huh. sees the the hologram of that guy with the birthday. Yeah. Exactly. And just her reaction to it felt so like you were saying like so genuine. I was just yeah. like. This is this is interesting. So, like, I think yeah. you know we're early, so I guess we'll have to kind of see <laughs> where it goes. Yeah. But I uh, right now I'm having really good vibes. That this is not going to be a like a good game. This is going to be a great game. Yeah, we'll and I hope so. And I, I I always get a little weirded out with open world games because I think their biggest problem is always. I have a lot to say about open world games and sandbox stuff, but you I do. think the biggest flaw is always that they give you too much to do. Mm-hmm. And it never feels like it's going forward. It just feels like you're doing these things and then the story progresses and then you do more things and the story moves forward. I totally I don't agree think with that. that yeah. I think the pacing, I'm hoping the pacing is good. That I it hope is so not too. as such. And it's such a, like a first world problem. It's like, like I remember playing like The Witcher. I played probably 80 hours. I maybe right. pl- I beat it, but I probably in terms of all the things you could do, probably a third of what that game offered. Yeah. And I just felt like at a point it was like a detriment. Like there's too much mm-hmm. in this game, and it like my OCDness of like trying to clear out a map, all the little like question marks. It was literally yeah. too many things. I was like, ah, I can't do uh, this. One of my good friends at work um, only plays Skyrim size, Witcher size games, mm-hmm. and he squeezed squoze the Witcher three squeezed. dry, <laughs> whatever that word is. He like. He can't. He was like, Dan, you got to play it. it. I got like 180 hours of gameplay out of it, and I wish there was more. I'm like, wow. He said he did everything. See, I don't know. Like, I feel like yeah. I'm at the point in my life. I rather, if I had 180 hours to play, I'd rather play as many different things as I can rather than yeah. play. Or the you same can play thing. 180 hours of Overwatch, or which I've I mean, now. <laughs> I don't think I'm up to 180. 22 characters. I, I think That's I a lot am. Of variation. Yeah, you are. Dave's probably around there. I mean, if you look at her yeah. hours, like quick play alone, I know I have a hundred, and yeah, I know Davis played okay. way more than I have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like when you look at like the competitives, but anyway, so well, yeah, so that's <laughs> the biggest note. Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, this is like four weeks out. Whatever. Listen to it. Play it. Whatever. We'll see. Well, hopefully, it continues yeah. to be great. Yeah. If I hear this and I'm like, ah, pass uh, me. What, what a did he know about that <laughs> piece of poop? But I don't think so. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, How about you, Mark? So- What's up? Well, I haven't actually. This is this is a first. I me, mean, I haven't really played that much. Like I played a little Horizon, like I said, like ninety minutes in. But other yeah. than that, and not really much. My biggest concern this week has been it's, this week is the week I'm buying a four K TV, and I did extensive research. I found, you know, with HDR and panel types and all these things, I finally found the one I want. I'm like, okay, this is this is it. I feel good about this, and like I can't find it anywhere. It's all gone. Like, it's sold out of stores. And wow. it, it's like, 
and I'm annoyed because like literally weeks ago, like it was on sale. It was really cheap. And I was like, ah, you know, I know because pull back the curtain. This is the beginning of March. We're recording this. So this is the time where the new 27 TVs, 2017 TVs come out. So that all the 2016 TV, TVs get discounted. <laughs> I love how hard that is to say. It's very tricky. I can't do it. That teen TV. The teen TVs. So they're all going to be severely discounted until they run out of stock because they're making room for the 2017 TVs. What if AT&T brought them and you had to write, you know... If it had to be on an ATV <laughs> in, t- in 2017, brought to you by AT&T TV. Okay, so, here right? we go. I'm going to try it. Ready? <laughs> the, 27, the 2017 TV on an ATT. <laughs> can't do it. ATT, ATV. ATV. Delivery service. I need the TV. But so I, I know the TV I want, and I thought, okay, so, you know, they'll be heavily discounted. I'll be able to get a great price on it. It seems like the opposite's happening, where now they're getting so rare, they're jacking up the price. Uh, so I literally been spending my days calling different Best Buys, trying to find one, and I found one that has is about ninety minutes away that has them in stock. Although on the website it says out of stock, so I think in a few days I might take a little road trip to go purchase it because I can't why find you, it. I can't find it. Why online. don't you wait? Why don't you wait until after the Super Bowl? Because what do you mean wait till after the Super Bowl next year? Because. Oh Next wait! Yeah, what Super am I Bowl, talking about? Super Bowl what is wrong with you? Whoa! Oh, when, a, when am I? <laughs> oh man, I'm kind of what glad just that happened? You said the wrong thing Dave just lost. Like, oh. Dave just no, got I lost the time. I mentioned. TV I just logistics. got lost. He is. Yeah, he oh did wait till after the Super Bowl. I did wait till after the Super Bowl. I was totally yeah. prepared. He but took your advice I can't find it. I can't find it online anywhere. I can't. So I'm trying to find it on these stores. So it's been a little stressful, and I want it now because I want to play Horizon and all the fancy graphics. So, oh. I, so I like it's it's like a tough. It's like I want to limit how much Horizon oh. I play until oh, I get the new it. TV, and then I can go deep in. But play I know. It. So hopefully by soon, I will send you guys a picture of my new baby, and it'll be glorious. Not named what your baby's named. Instead, it will be a television. Yeah, I can name it Aloy, the beautiful ah. te- the silver television. Oh. All right, so let's get to you the main, the main kit and caboodle, the twenty fifth yes. episode, the first annual awards spectacular. We need like official name. I don't know what we'll call this. It's the twenty fifth episode spectacular. The spectacular. Oh. <laughs> All right, it should, it should be like um, the the quarter mark or something like that. The, the, the quarter first mark, annual something for twenty five. So we'll come up with an official name, and this is what this episode will be called. <laughs> I like how we went into big details about the, the things we're going to talk about, but we didn't name it. Well, you know, it's a thing. It's an award show-ish. So we've played 24 games. Should wow. we start off with our top three? Is that the, we'll start up on the high note. I or do we so. want to start on the low note? <laughs> oh, that's a good... Mm. Mm. I say let's go high. I, I, when I, they go I, low, we go high, says Michelle Obama. Yeah, and until like we yeah. go back low. <laughs> <laughs> we go back but we'll start with Michelle Obama logic and then we'll, we'll transfer Michelle, to something else. Michelle Obama logic. But after that, it's going to be all rise, right? Oh, right? yeah, totally. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. All right, so why don't we do, like, we'll each go with our number threes. We'll, we're each going to name our top three games from the 24 games we played. We'll maybe go around the horn with our threes and then twos and then ones. So that's sure. Acceptable. Uh, all right, Dave, we'll go in the same order we did our, our, our opening segments. Dave starts off with oh, number so three game. Of this, My, the first four seasons. You get, you're gonna think I'm crazy. Oh, is uh, VA 11 Hall A. Why? Valhalla. Valhalla. I knew you definitely liked that. Yeah. All right. So they why did the get list? Number, yeah. Well, for, give for us me, your yeah. mindset. 
I just no, it was really different, and I just really enjoyed it. I mean, what can you? Is it, I'm never gonna play another bartending simulator game, even though I don't feel like I felt like I was really simulating bartending. I just enjoy. I enjoyed the the conversation and like that approach. Hmm. You know, it was it was definitely something that I had never really played before. You know, ever. So. I'm sure there were yeah. bartending games in there, but I think <clears throat> I definitely agree with you. It was like such a unique angle of, I, I think the biggest thing I took away from that conversation we had was when you were saying how it's like all these characters have their own, they're all like main characters of other games. And this is like yeah. a little side note of it. Yeah. I so I like that. It really, it really, it touched me nice. You know, I liked it. <laughs> Dave Grimm, it touched me nice. There's the quote. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. What about you, Dan? With Let It Touch Me Again. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> is, there, is there more content coming after that game? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, I whatever. It. Um, my number three <laughs> is Hyperlight Drifter. Hey. I had to pick it. Uh, I, 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 I love this game so much, I made me write a whole blog post about silent narratives. Oh, I remember that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was a great blog post. Sumble, uh, you know nerdpointed.com OG uh, hashtag <laughs> yeah so I picked it because it's it feels like Zelda and uh, if Zelda was made today mm-hmm. for the first time ever mm. and just the, like it just like had that like big this world is all drawn and it's also gorgeous and the gameplay was great and mm-hmm. I don't know I just liked it a lot can I go on a quick rant about Hyperlight Drifter no I won't I'm good <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, Mark. I'm feeling kind of immersive right now. So if you, you feel could just a little like, let me know it? about immersive. <clears throat> let me introduce you to this spectrum now. Uh, so please tell my us number your... three. Yeah. Um, this was tough because I had like literally. I think my first two where I had cemented pretty well, but like the three, I had three contenders, right. and the one I ended up going with was Oxenfree. First nice. game we ever played. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I huh. just. I when I think back to that game, I just think those characters were just so real in my head mm. and I instantly connected with a lot of the kind of little, you know, as, as a person who was able to write a YA book really connected to with that kind of teen angst, uh, just difficult young adult in case you don't know what young adults in the, in the biz. Why? <laughs> um, winner surface. I, I had to now. put it together, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I thought all those characters was just, were perfectly balanced well written felt so real and then the story itself took so many twists and turns that i didn't especially the ending and how my favorite thing ever again always is this kind of idea when you think of a video game element or mechanic and we give a narrative reason for it and i loved what they did with that and it's just one of those games i just felt also you know it's the first game we all kind of talked about together felt very very Mm. special to me so i that's what i'm going with my number three beautiful Mm. number two my my second favorite game here from this from this year of games is uh is Firewatch. That you liked Firewatch favorite. definitely among the three. You of liked yeah. it the most, I think, out of all yeah, three. Yeah, definitely. Ones. Yeah, obviously. So I'm like, I that relationship that you develop with Delilah. I'm like, I, I'm or Delilah I mean, before... as we said on the podcast. <laughs> Delilah, <laughs> did we really? Delilah. I think you did. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> but um. I just like I definitely love to see how Hank's relationship and your relationship as playing as Hank like changed through that game. And when I was going back to try and talk to her differently the second time and saw these other aspects of Delilah, I was like I was definitely really intrigued at how much depth there was, you know, in terms of mm. her reflecting off of you, you know. It didn't feel like as shallow as 
as other games um d- dialogue trees yeah mm-hmm. i always thought she always kept such a great element of like mystery about her where you knew her but you yeah. didn't really know her well i think yeah. that's kind of her thing yeah totally <laughs> yeah. all right so dan you're number two so this was tough because my 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 number two is is inside oh interesting um you'll learn why when i tell you my number one but i mean i i feel like it might come up again during this chunk of the night but this this, yeah it's kind of it's kind of an amazing game that uh i didn't beat so i won't speak fully too but it's one of those games that whenever it comes up in conversation outside of this i take a heavy sigh and i'm like ah inside of course inside it's like it's what it left a chink on my armor for sure and and it definitely has its play i I hope i man up or woman up however i want to phrase it and beat this game human up uh, human up, right? Good way to go. So, yeah. person up. Two. Yeah, person up. <laughs> uh, my number two. Uh, I felt pretty good about this. This is where it is. It, my number two is the Last Guardian. Uh, wow. Yeah, I have I'm actually. I sit impressed. Okay, so yeah, okay. like I think the game definitely. We we went a long time about the mechanics. Definitely an issue where it feels mm-hmm. like an old relic. But yeah. in a, and even like I would say, like the first third of the game really feels like a slog to get through. But once you're able to break through that, and I think we all kind of reflect in the conversation we had about it, we all felt something about that mm-hmm. game, about those characters, about that world. And I think if any any game that's able to accomplish a real impact like that deserves to be lauded, deserves to be praised. And it's the only triple game on this list, so it kind of almost has like a little unfair advantage. But I think I was so glad that we all played it because I really think that that was that that was you know it's again especially I think for most people who really like know video games like I think most people kind of see the game as a disappointment because of what the road leading up to it mm. but for those who really kind of gave it the time I, I think that is such a special game and I think it's also it's almost kind of like um Kirk Cobain-ish where it's like because that studio's gone now and you know we're not going to get like a Ueda game uh, like that it almost is kind of a little bit of sweeter because it's the end of that mm. type of game so yeah that's my number two last Interesting. Mm. Very Dave cool. best game um, you've played my ne- this this year for this game club is I was your number three Oxenfree ah interesting see I Oxenfree, think that'd be your number one mark interesting okay well Dave Oxenfree well, why was, your best Oxenfree one? was well, you know, I played it all like in in one sitting, and like I rarely do that for games, um, if I remember right. <laughs> but it, it feels like I set did it in one sitting. I'm not sure if I actually did. Um, but uh, it was just like I just remember being late at night and that eerie feeling while you're dealing with all these like ghosts and strange phenomena, those weird loops where you're like that guy just keeps doing the same thing until I make a change. Like dealing with all that stuff and and the dialogue trees in that game too like the, the, i mean that's kind of my thing apparently well now that i'm looking at my list again <laughs> um the conversation is a big part of why uh why i picked this game like i, I mean i usually feel like the um the relationships you build in uh those <clears throat> those telltale games wind up being very shallow considering like people actually you know are supposed to remember th- things allegedly but i feel like oxen free really does that well you know mm. it makes a difference who you take with you here or there you know whether or not you bring jonah with you 
makes a big difference during parts and may, he'll get quiet and shut off from you mm. if you don't take him enough you know and like the, those characters were just felt really real you mm. know and i, and I think I, that... I would definitely just you know out of all the games on this list it was be the one that i would suggest to anyone yeah, I can definitely agree with that. And then you were kind of saying the whole looping mechanic. That's one of those like sneaky, scary, like really scary things about the game when you really think about the idea of infinity yeah. and being caught yeah. in something forever. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, that's one of the reasons I would like, if I had to play Matchmaker with you in a video game and you didn't play Oxenfree <laughs> yet, Mar- uh, Dave, I would choose Oxenfree because that's one of the biggest things you miss in games that come out today is games that mm. have choices that matter. Yeah, that's that's Man, such a da- that's that such about, a Dave thing. <laughs> he loves that, and I he feel like that. that's one thing that isn't um, being focused on enough in today's gaming atmosphere. So, well, he's gonna get into Mass Effect. He's gonna totally uh, yeah. like form his relationships. <laughs> we can talk about Mass Effect later. I have one weird gripe, but it doesn't have a place in the conversation. We, you can make fun of me for it, though. We'll talk yeah. about it if we can. All right, Dan. I, I'll tell you right now. Dan's afraid of boobies. I'm afraid of boobies and butts <laughs> and peepees. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. Well, I yeah. hope you never encounter them in life. Well, uh, I'm doing my best. To whatever. Um, <laughs> the anxiety. My number one game of the first 25 four. 24 is yeah. Super Time Force Ultra. Oh, that is a Dan joint. Yeah. I, dude, <laughs> I, I think all these games are games I picked. No, I didn't pick Inside, did I? Anyway. No. And I picked Hyperlight Drift. You did. I gave it to you, though. So you only picked <laughs> but, um, one we, game we, of the we, we top three. Yeah, we pretty much both well, picked Hyperlight Drifter. Right. But regardless, um, Super Time Force Ultra <laughs> is a time-traveling, side-scrolling shooter with loops and great humor and beautiful art. And I think a DeLorean shows up in one scene. And, and by great humor, you just mean puns. It's so ridiculously <laughs> stupid, and I, it's just one of those, when I was playing it, I turned my brain off, and I felt so good. It made me feel so good. It was, I was, it was exactly what I wanted when I played it, um, but I think if I played it now for the first time, it would still be exactly what I wanted when I played it. So, mm. I just, I don't know if I could re- really recommend that to as many people as Dave did, but if you played... Ninja Gaiden once or Mega Man twice, you should play Super Time Force Ultra. Mm. It's so perfect for for anybody well, who likes a side-scrolling shooter. On that note, I think, and we've all kind of acknowledged this before, like one of the, the, the cool things about doing this podcast is I think we're all kind of really starting to figure out what we like and what we don't like. Right. And like Dave, you know, kind of comes to like, you know, the conversational thing, relationships that matter and you have an impact on. Dan, the whole side-scrolling punish funny mechanic, like that's so you. <laughs> and I think that kind of played into role what I think what I've kind of realized about what do I the type of games that I really love my number one is inside nice. and when nice. I think about the genre that really I think I enjoy the most it is puzzle games that I like things that I don't feel pressured to you know that there's action there's things happening I can sit and think about a situation okay what do I need to kind of work through like like some of my favorite games like Portal like those are the like little kind of small bite-sized things that's like okay how do I need to figure this out so like I thought the the puzzles in inside were so like brilliantly devised where they were tricky but they weren't so tricky that you got frustrated figuring them out but they were but they weren't easy at the same time it was just felt so perfectly balanced. The world just felt f- so rich and mysterious where it gave you enough evidence. You know, kind of we were talking about like Virginia. I got a little frustrated with Virginia where the idea it's, 
I, I almost feel like this is so random because I don't know what's real and what's not real. Where with that was, it was so, this is all, I'm trying to put together these pieces and they all are real pieces. None of these are fake. They all matter. So what's the story in this place? And I thought it, it just had the great balance of it gave you enough, but not enough to, that, you know, it spelled it out for you. The, the animations of it were just felt so real and visceral. And it's like, it's just one of the games. I think it's, it's a perfect game really, that it, it has set goals, it's uncom- uncompromising in what it wants to achieve, and it just goes for it. And I'm just, especially kind of considering what they went from Limbo to that, I'm just so excited to kind of see where they're going to go. Because they've already kind of released screenshots of their next game. It's some sort space, of space right? thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really, and I'm bet your bottom dollar, whatever that comes out, that's going to be a Game Club game. I, could tell. I hope it so, is, because that, that'd be a creepy... It's a great pick, Mark. By the way, and, it, and it's and I think again, it's it's one of the things that you can create a conversation around. That it's not it's so brainless that in fact, like, that there's anything wrong with brainless games. But I think it's especially when you kind of think of video games as an art form, it's such a great example of the real power of a narrative and what it can make you think of, what it can make you try to guess about, and really kind of again, kind of go like the Last Guardian, feel something, which is what I did with Inside. All right. So every, that's the top portion of our, our beautiful spectrum, the, the, the shining jewels. But we know there's some poop nuggets with all the shining jewels. <laughs> always a poop nugget. Whenever you see a shining jewel, always know that there is an equally shiny poop nugget somewhere in the world. A little pupes. So Dave, we'll start with you. You're all right, bottom my, three. My, bottom dog, okay, baby. So the, the bronze medal of bad games... Go, for me, it goes to uh, Sheltered. Oh! And, like, that, that... That game... <laughs> <laughs> I can't express to you, like... Like, the lack of information that they give you at the start of that game. I'm like, I understand that you're supposed to be thrust into the middle of a, a really bad situation. But, like... Unless you... That wasn't your shelter that you went into. You'd know something, right? Mm. You, you, should, you should know more. And, like, the people who uh, who are in there, even, it's not, you have ragged clothes and stuff like that. I assume you've been in there for a while from when you take over. So you should, you should probably have certain things already set up, like a bathroom or a bed. I don't know. <laughs> it's like... Essentials to life. You know. But so, I, it, does, it was just really, it really frustrates me. This is it frustrates me thinking Dave looks about like it. he's ready to like just stop recording Ooh, and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Dave's three. Dan, Dan what, what was your three? I'm just going to let you guys. Three poop. This is a number three bronze medal unpopular decision, The Bunker. I, okay. I'm sorry, FMV. I can't. You can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. You couldn't even? <laughs> I can't even odd multiplication. I just had a problem with uh, just like uh, something about watching acting in a video game be not done by, you know, handcrafted characters Mm. isn't as I can't buy it. Like, I'd rather it have been a TV show, maybe. Mm. And what I think is interesting on that note, because definitely among the three of us, you were the most negative at, but when you look at your favorite game, such a gameplay game, like yeah. a gamer's game, and that is the opposite of a gamer's yeah, game. Yeah, you know, and passive... like, yeah, and I didn't want to wait for a real life hand to open a drawer, like to get a, you know, I don't know, something, <laughs> it's an asinine feeling. Maybe it was like, it, but... there was like too much, 
too little instant gratification for you. Like, because you have to, you do something and then you wait. You do something, like, yeah, I gotta watch the guy that they told to act open the drawer in the way that I Uh, suggested he do. (laughs) Okay, but I mean, I see the story. You're very removed from the avatar. Mm. Yes, but if it was was an avatar that wasn't full of life like a real person is, I might have felt a little more like, okay, that's actually me controlling, but it was a person. So I'm sorry, the bunker. I'm sure your story's nice. But you patted on its head like a dog. Well, Dave and I are lockstep right now because my number three is also sheltered. Interesting. I, and I just thought, yeah, just that the heart are kind of the same points. Like, just felt, I think for the biggest thing, actually, like for me, was just, you know, we, we know we get annoyed when tutorials kind of spell things out for us. But I just mm. felt so overwhelmed immediately with this game. And I like that type of game. Like, I remember I talked about this war of mine on one of this podcasts, And I love that kind of you're set in a stage, like an area, and you're going to survive, and you're going to resource manage. But I just felt so overwhelmed immediately, felt so disconnected from everything immediately. Mm. Like, I just had no desire to kind of keep going. And, you know, again, it's like and, one of those and games. And, like, their lack of, of really treating children any different from the, the adults kind of parents. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot that could have been done. It's kind of weird. Like yeah. if there was like a vent that needed to get fixed, but only a little kid could fit into that vent to get in mm. there, but an adult couldn't do it. That would, uh, maybe they could have classed it out a little differently. They could have made it way more interesting than it was. And on that point, like there's a whole part of this war of mine where you have children in the bunker and you have to treat them dramatically different because of their mental state. Like they they get upset. Like you have to get them toys. You have to keep them happy. Right. You know they can do things yeah. to help you out, but they're so much not as skilled. So like yeah, I I definitely think I and I think you have interesting things, but I think overall it came down to that learning curve, which just never it was too steep to climb. Yeah, well so it's that, like a that, calculus yeah. test on day two of your math class like wait day two we're gonna go over this in three months but what are you doing now what are you doing about it now all right dave number two the silver poop Uh, for me it was a saturday morning rpg oh yeah (laughs) surprise it was just like the the pan the pandering the like the bad jokes and like the terrible rpg feel to it i'm like I get it that, like, you're not always going to be OP and you can't necessarily level up. But having to, like, watch the enemy hit you five times before you get to go again is really annoying. There is definitely a speed imbalance in the game where, yeah. for overall, always enemies are always faster than you. Definitely. Yeah, so <laughs> I was just like, I, I couldn't deal with that. You know, Oop. I don't want to stop and scratch and sniff all the time. Come on, you, gotta, <laughs> you got your trapper keeper. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What about you, Din? Number two, um, the silver poop. It's got another interesting swap of oh second and, you know, but it's a talus. Is my silver poop? Why? That's your silver poop. It's my silver poop. What's worse than Satalis? <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it, but I didn't put it in the last spot. It's funny that I picked this and I have to defend why it's not my worst pick. That's the first yeah. thing I have to do. Um, yeah, that's your first job. The game you played for 15 Because I believe minutes. that my gold nugget is... um. Made it's by more be... than one person, and I, I it wasn't. So you're great. cutting it. You're cutting it. Him slack because of the amount of people who worked on this game. I couldn't have a... done that alone, and I think that that's a cool achievement. But the game was still pretty bad. So, okay. <laughs> I, the fact that he made it alone makes me feel better about its quality. You know, there you like, go, Matt Hooper. You get your feather in your cat. <laughs> Dan, give you a Dan silver Colonna, poop. silver nugget. 
Uh, but yeah, dude, on how bad it is, it's just like it's let's not, not good. let's let's not go into it again because we had, we just released that episode, didn't we? And <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, at this time recording. So, but yeah, um, pretty bad, but made by one guy. So, I mean, at least that's that. Mm. So, uh, my silver poop probably. I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one person having this in the bottom three. Rom. Get out no, of here. I, I, I would have think that was going to be Dan's gold. Uh, oh, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. But no. No, I just thought, I I think it's partially, and then we kind of all said this in the podcast, like, I definitely think I went in with the wrong expectations about what it was. Yeah. And it really is a visual novel with light puzzles as opposed to really a puzzle game. But I just, I cannot get over that one freaking puzzle with the donuts and oh yeah (laughs) i can't and it's just it comes back to the idea like i i will never pretend to really understand game theory and understanding the the the, like you know like i could see loops but coming up with my own loop and being able to be in that position i don't want to pretend i can but it was a game i clearly saw like these puzzles are not good and it's like, I always think it's like, well, it's not for me. No, they're not good. There are inherent flaws in that game. And I like the story. I think it was interesting. I thought I loved the kind of LGBTQ kind of messaging of it. I thought all that was great. But as a, as a gameplay thing, it was one of the games that didn't just have like a passive reaction. I was like, yeah, this is whatever. Like I had a really negative reaction to those puzzles. So I had to give that my, my dose there. Wow. I'm actually surprised. Yeah. I knew that was going to be a surprise pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave, um, for me, golden my, poop. Satalis. It was Satalis. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to build on it. So let me. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna, build. I'm gonna jump on that wagon because my number one is also Satalis, and oh, I can't imagine whatever. how you could. I mean, I guess I understand your argument, Dan. It's like okay, it's made by one guy, and it's this yeah. one thing. But if you look at them objectively, of all these games, yeah, objectively, game it was the worst. the worst one we played. It, it is total. I, I won't lie. Pulling behind the curtain, when Dave said Satalis. It's obviously on my list as one of the three bad ones. I'm bad. like, they're all going to say Satalis. I don't want mine to be the same. So would you say so that's literally why you didn't make it their number one? Because you don't yeah, want to be but, the same. But as can us. you guess my gold nugget? <laughs> I yeah, can't, I guess. Actually. I mean, my other guess, since it's, it's apparently not Rob, my other guess for you is going to be Pony Island. No. Oh. I like that game too. It just made me Wait, uncomfortable. Wait, let me guess. I want to guess. Hang on. Go ahead. Guess, guess my gold nugget. We should have done guess. this in the start. Huh? We should have. Maybe? Oh. No. Uh, what did you give up on immediately? Wait, did you hate... You hated RPG. Saturday that would have been RPG a good also. tastemaker, Dave. <laughs> Just pick our top three. And see who um, got the most right. I'm guessing it's got to <laughs> no, be... He hated, he hated Saturday Morning RPG also. It's a Saturday Morning I RPG. I loathe that game. It's Saturday Morning RPG. And is that your RPG. number one? It's my number yeah. one gold nugget worst probably, game. He probably didn't wow. like... Them like making the main character faux yeah. Marty McFly. No, do you I know why? That That's number I one. You were gonna like that. It's like, guy's like uh, Marty McFly. No, when there's like a, a meter, you know, and it's a very small, very short meter, like that. I like pandering. <laughs> they, it was they cross like, the line, and it was like, oh, you've gone too far, Dave. Oh, it's like you know was, exactly how I feel. Yeah, you've gone way too far. <laughs> and the biggest part, the biggest offense that Saturday morning RPG did to me personally me me as a person is that i chose it as the game to play well it was timed right but as the game i was like i'm gonna spend a 13 hour flight back from japan playing (laughs) this game (laughs) this is the game and you have nowhere to go 
Mark, I I say this to you directly because you picked it. I did not waver. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it, and I I, I struggled. I played like six hours straight. I was like, I gotta stop. Oh jeez. <laughs> and I want to watch the Suicide Squad, which is an Oscar-winning movie. But Saturday morning RPG is my gold nugget. Well, my bad, guys. Uh, I mean, hair, how do you think I feel? It's Talos. <laughs> well, to be fair, Satalis took less of your time. Uh, that's probably why I didn't actually also, like, I was easily moving it up because it didn't mm. sap a flight. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fourth flight to Japan. So, but, All right. yeah. Satalis was yours as well, just to clarify. Yeah, because it was said a it big passing. old poop a poop but, you know, but they said a bill. Sorry, Matt Hooper. <laughs> All right. You. So let's, let's mix it up a bit. So now we each came up with three mm. kind of off the cuff, random awards that kind of play with our games. Dave, mm. we'll keep it up for you. What's your first random, random award. <laughs> um, my first one I wanted to go over is the best that my completionist award, the, the, uh, award for, I had two weeks to do something and I did nothing. <laughs> the, <laughs> The best game Dan didn't finish. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very busy life, ladies and gentlemen. So, so Dave, what do you think is the best game that Dan didn't finish that he should finish? Um, I Oxenfree. Oh, I mean, it was my favorite Oxenfree. game, and he never I beat didn't it. finish Oxenfree. Ah, uh, Dan. Well, can I just defend myself real quick? I guess yeah, I'm sure. Oxenfree scared the poopies out of me. It's not like a lot of poopies. It was Listen, so creepy. I platinumed Oxen Free. I had to play the game through three times. Then I did it in a, like two days. It's is not it a that platinum nugget, sir. I'm pointing at the camera because I know it's how you feel. Like it's your eyes. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Dave, um, why yeah. is it? Why should I beat it? Because it's a great experience. Okay. You know. I believe you. So, I mean, once you get maybe play it during the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, when it's when it's light out. You can play it with Anne Marie. She'll keep you safe. So. Mm. No, she so, won't. She'll use hammer arm on me because you trained her to. Oh, she's an evil Pokemon that you, the yeah. Pokemon. I'm almost right, ready, sir. So Dan, what do you think is the the game you probably sh- besides Oxenfree? What do you or maybe it is Oxenfree? The game you didn't finish. You think I probably should finish that? This is why I was surprised earlier. Read only memories is Ugh. the best game. I I should have beat it. I should have. That game had a good story. The art was nice, and I should have beat it. I was most of the way through it. What's my problem? What part did you get up to? I got far. I got up to like, I got past the donut puzzle, um, and then I was like, "This is the best game I've ever played." <laughs> <laughs> this guy's See, this guy's no. rhyming with whatever I give him. That's it's it. not because when I look at the games that you beat, you didn't beat Hyper Light Drifter. No. No, and that's in your top three, and that's what I pick for this award. That you need to be a high level life drifter, and you love it so much, and you should beat it because you love Zelda, and it's like Zelda, and you said it was like Zelda. And you should beat it. I'm gonna beat it. You're a bad man. Is that, <laughs> can we have a sub podcast of games that I should have beaten that I'm now beating, and now I feel well, good? Chrono Trigger could be the first uh, one. Seriously, it only took you like 14 weeks or whatever it was. 14 episodes is different. <laughs> All right, so now Dan, random award. Uh, Give us something. Okay. Of mine, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I not know of mine. <laughs> I don't know. I have them all listed out here, so it's like I have to remember who's is who, but I just know which ones are mine. Um, I'm going to start with the most prettiest game. Prettiest game? The most prettiest. The most, the most prettiest of the pretty. The most prettiest game to me was Firewatch. Mm. Uh, I, uh, I thought that game was so pretty because... 
there's there's a really um really fine-tuned art about picking like a set of colors and making mm-hmm. them work um in so many different ways and there's something i love color in art that's one of my favorite i mean it sounds really base to say but color is like colors. one of my favorite things about art art just like art that you look at because you could do so much with it and they picked mm. like a set of oranges that just i feel like to me <laughs> i don't know i mean no, there's more colors I, I in that t- game but like whenever it was like dawn this game was gorgeous it's like oh i can't not look at the sun and how mm. it affects the world mm. in this game so. See, on that note, like when I think of the uh, games where I think of like aesthetically pleasing, I agree. Firewatch is probably my pick too, because it just and actually, you know, it reminds me a lot of The Witness, which I've always kind of debated, kind of picking for the podcast because I think it might be the greatest puzzle game of all time, and the colors just burst out of that game. It's just such a pleasant thing mm-hmm. to look at. It makes you feel like. Like almost kind of like in a cartoon, almost, but not. It's just like you're mm. like in a watercolor painting, and I vividly will always have those images burned in my mind of walking through those woods, looking at those caves. Like it felt so. It just so was so pleasing to walk in those woods. So, yeah, I would agree. Definitely Firewatch. I think so, my most pretty game. I would say yeah. <laughs> your most prettiest. My most prettiest. Yeah. Double surprise. No, I I'm it's it's a threefer. Oh. It's, it's the same. You know, it's, just, silver it's, a, yeah. <laughs> it's it's it was a gorgeous game and i i think about it like the hue right the hues of orange and stuff like that are yes. really pleasant to look at and like for for a game where like you're basically in the same setting of those woods the entire time you don't get tired of looking at it no you not know at what all. i mean there's so many different appealing things to look at in that game mm. and uh and i mean i think they knew that like that's why the, you know, you spend so much of the time just walking, you know? Yeah, totally. And, yeah. like... I think a lot it's... of the reason the game got the hype it got was actually how good it looked. I would agree with mm-hmm. that. Uh, I mean, not to... People didn't know a lot about what it was, but they're like, gosh, that's pretty. <laughs> gosh, that's a good-looking game. Yeah. All right. So my, my first rando award is going to be the Emma Stone Award for individuals who are so charming and wonderful and fun to deal with. Oh. I think we should celebrate these individuals. Not the Ibis Stone, but the Emma Stone. Shout out to yeah. that Firewatch. Oh, oh no, it's the stories, my guys. Stories, <laughs> the path yeah. of destinies. So in terms of like, yeah. who I kind of give the Emma Stone award, the person who or the thing who I think is the most charming, it's mm. got to be Trico. Oh, man. Because the game was built upon an affection towards that beast. And immediately from pulling out the... Like, I thought it was so balanced where... The idea it's like you're immediately kind of like a pet. Like you have to help the pet out in the first scene because by pulling out those mm. spears, watching him play in the water, watching him grow as a character where he's in that amazing scene at the end where he fights through that the eyeglass thing. Like mm. I loved Trico so much. I was so engrossed with him and, and felt such an affection for him. I'm like you were the best, Trico. I had to give it to him. Yeah. I would say. Cool. What about you, Dave? Dan Dan. Dan, or I would like Dan. to defer to Dan first. Oh, you want to hear Ooh, mine? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. My <laughs> most likable character was Turing. Um, what? Oh, really? Turing. Yeah, I, he, I think he, I didn't. Dan loves Rom. He loves that Rom. <laughs> I don't know what kind of vibe. I must. I have to listen to the episode again. I'm, I'm like, I can't wait for it to start. It's like I, I you hate saying a lot Rom. of nice things about Turing. Yeah. Yeah, Turing. It's because like he's so intrigued with the human condition. He mm-hmm. and and we always like loathe the human condition. We hate being humans most of the time. It's not easy. I'll and as a character, much. he's like, I-, I want that. Give me that. So it's like, 
wow, is that what it's going to be like when sentience happens? Like, are machines going to just want to be mortal and die of old age or pain one day? Like, it's so, it, like, opened that up to me. I was like, wow, he's crazy. Or she. She or he. Because Turing is kind of genderless, right? Mm. Um, it was just, I just liked watching Turing learn about people and be like, oh, interesting. Okay. Mm. And then apply it to what Turing did. So that's mm-hmm. mine. I'm now, Dave, you have no choice but to tell us. Apparently, yeah. defer. You know what it is? I had a lot to say I'm in this category. Oh, okay. I had I had trouble. I had trouble, like, narrowing it down. I did pick one. Okay, I good. was with you on Trico. He, I almost gave him the award. I'm like, he's almost. one of the best characters ever, I, I would say. And yet... Still, I was, th- I was, there were a couple other characters I was thinking of. I was thinking about Georgie from uh, Papers, Please. Oh my God. I just love dealing, I just love deal- <laughs> dealing with Georgie. Georgie. Come on, man. Come on, he makes his own, he makes his own like past. I only met him. <laughs> you know? Um, I was even thinking about Sparrowson from Aviary Attorney. Mm, it would have been great. Like, he, he makes a lot of great puns. He breaks the fourth wall. He looks at the camera, makes jokes. Yeah. Right? Um, a lot. See, that's, but that's I actually was gonna go with uh, Ren from Oxenfree. Nice. What? Because, Ren? Because of, yeah, because of his little like pot jokes and like trying to like you know cheer people up when things get awkward. He just like he's just a lovable character. He's very lovable. I give it that. Well, he's like the goofy lovable guy. And, yeah. And I'm not saying this because I'm trying to get you to say you love yourself too. But do you feel like you related to him the most? Is that what made you pick him? Because you no, you I feel do like that. I you cheer to people Alec. up. Uh, and Dave loves pot. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I mean, if I would have endeared my, if I would have, I mean, I think anyone who's playing the game feels like Alex at the I time. Agree. True. Yeah. Well, we you don't know, have but, hopefully um, distraught pasts of dead siblings. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> all right. So Dave, we'll stick with you then. Your next rando award. Okay. Um, my next my next award is the most. Annoying feature of a game. The the what is this? I hate this. Uh, yeah. It's gonna live on an eternity. I like that. It's good. So what do you? What is this? I hate this. What do you give it to? For me, um, I gave it to starting the game without a bathroom. In <laughs> <laughs> sheltered. Maybe oh, because everyone needs to poop, but you can't poop yeah. anywhere. Because it, it still baffles me that if you're going to make such a big fallout shelter to begin with, it would probably have a bathroom. Right. I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand how a fallout shelter would exist without, a, without some You're sort so of angry toilet about scenario. It, too. It's, it defies all logic that could have gone into making it. It's, li- it's like, oh, we, we have no f- food down here. It's like, it's the next thing. Like, what do you do after you, after you eat? Is you poop? Like, that's like... How far did you plan? You know? See, I'm gonna jump on this. I'm gonna gonna pass that because my for that award, the the what is this? I hate this. Is sheltered food because that was the Amazing. most frustrating thing because I always felt like that was the wall I could not get past. Could not consistently get enough food to feed my characters. So every time we hit day 14, 15, they died of starvation because I would right. send them out on those expeditions. But they sometimes would come back with food, but usually not a lot. And I couldn't do anything about it. And I was very frustrated. So F that, man. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, it looks like we all won another Silver Monkey because my <gasps> least, my, what is this? I hate this feature was literally yeah. poop bucket. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have down written on my little notepad here. Poop bucket. 
because oh the old poop bucket like to the point that Dave is making a fallout shelter should have plumbing but oh well let's just use a poop bucket what that's what? the worst idea you could have possibly had poop outside with a radiation suit on or I don't know it's a poop bucket there's a there's a butt this flash. is not gameplay do it. I don't want to clean the poop bucket. Oh, the poop bucket needs to be cleaned. Uh, don't go and figure out how to be better survivors. Just poop in the bucket. Just poop in know. the bucket. Hashtag poop in the bucket. not speaking correctly, but that's <laughs> sheltered. All right. Well, let's stay with you, Dan. Your next rando. All right. I already said a thing. Prettiest. You did Thank say you. prettiest. Thank you for calling me pretty, Dave. Um, yeah, the prettiest, So I'm going to go to the, the pacifist award. The... Uh, the Harvest Moon character, lead character award. Because no Harvest Moon character is a violent person. Uh, and I'm going to give that as a whole to Emily is Away. Mm. The game doesn't make you fight. So whatever. That's, that was kind of like the award. Well, you if do you fight. Mm. Just not physically. But you don't attack someone physically. Correct. So I, I, uh, you attack them emotionally. Yeah. That game. And I picked it because it was so far removed from fighting and physically mm-hmm. moving around. Like the whole game was just discovering this story. And... Um, it just made it very like not tense for me mm. in a sense, even though it was kind of awkward to have this Emily chick get on my case and not on my case during random parts of the conversation. So, God, Emily, get off my case. My case, Emily, but Emily's away. Pacifist. Well, um, yeah, Mark. I'm going to have to give it to Abzu. It was the Great. first thing that kind of came to mind. Okay. Like <laughs> when I think about the whole goal of that game, it is, the opposite of violence it is giving life and rebirth and being zen and peaceful mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it definitely has its flaws and its problems but i think in terms of just kind of a very peaceful experience swim in the ocean baby it doesn't get more peaceful than that so that's i'm giving it absolute boom match for me i went with uh va 11 holly i'm like it's a it's a game all about healing you know, <laughs> without it is, yeah. yeah. But really with con- but really with conversation, with relationships. Yeah, mm. that's true. Good stuff. So that's I guess it. that leaves us with Dave to pick his next rando and final no, rando. No, I, I believe it's it's it's, Dan- it's Mark's turn. Oh, oh, is it, oh it's my turn. Look at oh, you sorry. Sorry. skipping over me, then. I, I um, like let's go with the the one star Brian Award for people. <laughs> We're like, so you think this is a great thing? It's not. It's terrible. So the the game that we thought was we acknowledged this is a good game, but for whatever reason, meh. I feel meh about this. Uh, so I'm gonna give this to Steam World Heist, which we have not mentioned. Fantastic game. It's okay. amazing. It's, right. it's it's technically sound, and the characters are interesting and great, and mm-hmm. you know it feels great playing it. But for whatever reason, I was just, I hit a point where I was just like, I'm over this. And there's no <laughs> it's reason because like, it's a great game and I should have wanted it and it's the type of game I like. But for whatever reason, I was just like, eh. It's, and like, I, it's like Rory yeah. Gilmore. She just doesn't have it. She doesn't have it. And I, I want to know what that <laughs> it is. But when I look back at this list, I'm like, that's that should have been a game that was in contention for my top three. But right. I didn't even finish it because I was like, eh, I'm okay with this. So, Sorry, Steam World Heist. You were great. I really want to like you. It's me. it's not you. It's me. That makes me second guess. Mm. One of the picks that I'm going to make for a future episode. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, for for me, I I went with uh, my my Mattis game or the best game that I thought was only a Matt is uh is Aviary Attorney. 
Mm. I really, I really enjoyed Aviary wow. Attorney. It was your pick. But like I did, but like, it was my pick. But like it was, in in total, it's probably not in my top. You know, of these twenty four games, it's not in my top five. Mm. It's not my. You know what I mean? Like I, I had more fun playing other games. But I thought like the music was great with the interludes for like some of the characters. Um, the court cases had a good fun feel to them, though. That there was some. There was, like, if you didn't find that information, like, during your limited amount of time, those court cases could go pretty badly. Right. Mm. I think that's kind of, like, what led to me feeling meh about it. Mm. But, um, like, and there is some, like, choices matter, you know, situation. You can, there's branching paths for the ending, depending on who lives, who dies, who tells your story. You know? Who lives, who dies, <laughs> who tells your story. It's a Hamilton thing. Yeah, oh, get on board. You gotta put me in these inside jokes. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, all right, Dan, you're fine to win. Aviary Attorney was the game that I felt was the best match. You guys, you know, like, you're just so alike. Yeah, it's, it's Staten Island water. But I, I just like, I, I knew I liked the fact that it was well put together while I was playing it, but just mm-hmm. I couldn't totally get into it. And I guess it's because i felt like it was a pretty meh but good meh. game all right so. final round of rando awards david grimmer what do you got oh for me uh, this was my longevity award for the game that like sticks with you it's like 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 you know when yzma has that like piece of spinach in her teeth and he's like oh how long has that been there it's, it's like that <laughs> That's wow. uh, Emperor's new groove. Are you guys are making we, we all these jokes about things I don't have. We need to educate them. But so, yeah. so what are you giving it to Dave? For me, I give it to. I'm giving it to Inside because I'm never like when like that ending. Everything about that game is like I'm never. I'm never gonna forget the the experience of playing that game. Mm, totally you can know? understand that. What about you, yeah. Dan? Uh, Last Guardian. I think is mm. that what you wrote down? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He doesn't even know. No, I, I looked at it and then I, looked, I put it. Yeah, yeah. Last Guardian <laughs> is going to stick with me for the longest. I think, I think. I'm going to remember <laughs> that one. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, I, <laughs> um, I just that that whole. I don't want to. <laughs> you know what, you guys? Uh, yeah, for the right. listeners, if you don't know Dave, mark. once you get Dave to the giddy laugh, you've got him. You've yeah, got him in a good spot. That's when your turn's over. That's when it's over. <laughs> that's when you're done. All right, well, yeah. I'm going to steal it then. And I'm going to say, for me... Is that, is that, is that the game I'm never going to forget? I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to let down. I'll never forget her. What was her name again? What is her face? No, for I'll me, never forget you, Lori. What was your name again? <laughs> That's that's right, Christine. <laughs> but I forget that exact ninja sex party line. It was great. Anyway, though. for me, I picked. Uh, bye bye, Katie. I definitely think it's for me. It's Emily is away. Like I, mm. I kind of actually even flirted with it with my top three, but I just think oh. we knew it. Kind I had of, it in my. It was my fourth. Yeah, it was my number four. And I was just thinking, like, I think it's also because of who we are and the age we are. Like mm. the the game definitely hit a chord, and I'm always gonna remember playing that. And there is a sequel coming, BT Dubs. How? So maybe we'll continue. I mean, I know there is, but how? Like, I don't know. I think it's oh, another cool. emblem. All right. Ugh. Dan, your final award. Oh. I'm ready for this part of the discussion. Um, totally. My final award was a callback to you, Mark, the most immersive game that of we immersive. played. I call it the uh, the, the sinker. 
because it's immersive. I'm not as clever <laughs> as you guys are sometimes. Um, and I, I handed this award over to Inside. Ooh. Because while you're playing it, to call back to your puzzle note earlier, Mark, is just like you're thinking about the game and nothing else. And mm. and when you you know fail a puzzle, it's usually pretty brutal. And, and for some reason, you don't turn away because you're stuck inside the world of inside. That's what's very cool and about you're it. you're immersed in, I think that was the most immersive game we played. Mm. So how about uh, you? For me, what? I think I go Hyper Light Drifter. Wow. Like oh, it's yeah. another game that kind of flirted with my top three. Right. And I just thought as I was playing it, just like so engrossed in that world and what it's about and trying to pick things apart about it. Like, like I think you phrased it well. It's like when I was playing Hyper Light Drifter, that was the only thing I was thinking about. And I thought it was very, very, very big accomplishment by that game. Dave. For me, it was uh, Emily is Away. Nice. Just let, like let, the typing and having those conversations. And it really just like brought you back to when you were that age and you were having awkward conversations with girls on AIM and stuff like that. And mm. I, I, it just felt really real. I mean, I know you weren't like really typing because you could just t- tap any key you wanted, and it would say the, the, the pre-selected phrase. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it did. And like, you know what else really helped with the immersive play was setting your buddy icon. Mm. Yeah, for for each year, it I, like really made you like like yeah, this is this is this is mine. This is, this is mine now. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And I think it's such a brilliant move to make you type those things. All right, final mm. award that I'm going to give out tonight. You're going to like this one. I was proud of this name. This is the award. This is the Christopher Walken Gold Watch in the Butt Citation. <laughs> For the award, we give to something that's the most tense. It makes just all your muscles in your body tense up. And I had and this watch. Sorry. I had, and we had, we, we know at this podcast, we had a very close affiliation to Christopher Walken. Oh my God. If you recall, we're talking about <laughs> last things, but we won't even get into it. I gotta get back into it. I gotta get it back. I'm gonna give this actually, just to kind of keep it up. Um, I'm gonna give it to you, Papers, Please, that final scene where you're now trying to get out of the country and mm. you are, you spend the whole game being the person who approves or fails people into you know their passports and then you are on the other side of it and everything you have that crude passport that crude passport that you know is Mm -hmm. fake that you shouldn't be allowed to get and there is that moment of am i going to be able to get my family through this and i just remember that like oh uneasy feeling so i gotta i gotta give the papers please nice Mm -hmm. Uh, wow who's i i'm surprised you can go dan no no no, i don't i'm not no you go Okay. No, no, no. You. you. All right. Fine. No, no, no. You go. Um, <laughs> I'm referring to you. Right. Now. I was. I was surprised that you didn't pick this because I. I can't imagine a more tense scene than when Trico is just being shredded to pieces. Oh, that's yeah. true. And like, and like, you're just like panicked. Like, what do I do? Why do I do? Like, well, where? How do I? Like, the one thing that has been your safety net is now like gone, mm. and you have to, and you have to save him. You know, right. and like it's just a extremely tense situation. There's an, there's also another much minor thing that I almost selected, but I felt like this was it needed to be stated. And the other thing for me was any time a dragon showed up on screen in Crypt of the Necrodancer, I just panicked. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Totally. What about you, I was Dan? just like, what? Um, I picked the exact same thing as Dave. Oh, look at you guys. Um, but I, like I did that. it in this voice because, to be completely <laughs> honest, let's be real, let's not kid ourselves. This let's... is the reason that we still do this. But um, just to echo, I mean, every scene in that game that Trico was like stuck or, or something had to be done, you were the thing that pivot, that changed the mm. moment, changed the, the motion of the scene. And in that scene, you are no longer relevant. And Trico is just getting ripped apart. You're like, what do I do? I know that I have to do something because that's how the game moves forward. But I'm stuck mm. and he's getting killed and his tail's gone. And, oh, it was. Uh, you yeah. know I wanted to talk about this quick. It was something we didn't mention on the podcast. It's a thought that I had recently, thinking back to Last Guardian. How come when you use the shield, his tail shoots lightning? Not everyone's tail. And he and he can't and he can't control it. Like it's just like a thing that happens, and it's not everyone's tail. Yeah. Hmm. So he's got to be bonded to the shield. Does it have to do with his mind control not being a thing? Maybe maybe it has to do with the fact that only Trico swallowed the boy. That separates him from and like mm. his bond with him as opposed to So it would be more the, the boy ones. holding the shield, not necessarily the shield. Yeah. Mm. That is very interesting. Well, should... another another onion layer in that game. Yeah. Totally didn't even think about that. That's good. It's All amazing right. that you brought that up so late in the uh, game. Why did I? Why did I bring up Christopher? I can't Walken? believe I forgot <laughs> that I did that. You guys managed to neuralize that out of my brain. There we go. Maybe for the it's best. Amazing. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that will, this concludes our award portion. Yeah. But if you listen Everybody's to the clap. dinosaur, to all, all the clap. all the winners, good job. All the winners <laughs> and the losers. Yeah. I know winners and the winners. It's always but this you is, could win it being the worst. Trust you me. could, but this is the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast, and we always conclude every segment with a trivial taste maker. Trivial taste maker. Trivial taste maker. Taste maker pressure. No. Okay. Um, so again, a kind of yeah, like that. <laughs> so this is a special one. No silver monkeys on the line, no. but we've come up with yeah, a new nothing award. Nothing on the line. Yeah. Yes. Nothing. Do we have an award? Something? No, we don't have to give out. Anything. What about you the, want to give out? Let's give the the, um, the, the latinum pterodactyl. Sure, the latinum pterodactyl. <laughs> you can only win latinum pterodactyls <laughs> on twenty fifth episodes. Yeah. So the next one All will right. be awarded till 50. It's a Latinum pterodactyl <laughs> because the P's right. are silent, right, Mark? They're silent. Totally. Yeah. That's how it's it is. It's incredible. <laughs> it's probably, like, there's your daughter, and then there's this. Like, the things that you've okay. created. That's, like, that's the greatest thing i created. Okay, so we're going to turn it over to Dave. Dave, how are we going to determine who wins a, a right. la- Latinum so pterodactyl? Game master, Dave. I, th- I, di- I did a lot of thinking on how we could make this fair and have all three of us participate and to pull back right? the curtain when we came up with this idea we should have a trace maker dave's like i'll come up with something yeah shush was, your faces and that was the only insight we had so mark and i were like all right game master dave all no right, problem okay, he's like then, don't right. worry i still got this you feel very I, got, I got this so i have decided to make us play a altered version of apples to apples or apotosauruses to apotosauruses sure yeah. okay is that what you called it yes it's amazing uh, because dinosaurs. Gotta source the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get, even get that. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so I have green cards from apples to apples in my hand. 
and I will read one of them, and then we'll take turns being the judge. We'll go, let's say, nine rounds, three times being the judge each. Mm. And whoever has the most green cards at the end will be the winner. And just in regular apples to apples, everyone has red cards that are different things, usually nouns of some, of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. It could be like person, place, thing, whatever, some, a specific time period. For this, since we're doing this... 25th episode spectacular and we've been celebrating these uh, it's spectacular games. please since we're doing this spectacular thank you. i thought uh we should stick to those 24 games and pick subjects from those 24 games to be our quote-unquote red cards i'm ready i'm ready for our red i do have apod- one question uh, who's keeping score i, I can keep score oh i, I was also gonna keep i score. just wanted to make sure somebody oh. was keeping score somebody will the score will be kept Okay. Because okay, I was I was just gonna put the cards down in three piles. Well, you do it too, and then we can make sure there's no discrepancies. Yeah. Mm. All right, Dave. So, <clears throat> so you, this was your bur- your your baby. Why don't you be the judge okay. first? Well, what's our first okay. card? Okay. So draw. All right. The uh, first card is nerdy. Oh great. Nerdy, unhip, uncool, or dorky. Nerdy. Wow. Okay. So. So now uh, we have to pick something that was nerdy. Okay. Nerdy. I'm gonna go with. Ooh, baby. I'm going to go with... Uh, crap. No, <laughs> wait, I'm changing my mind now. Nerdy. Mm. Do I have to give you a time limit? <laughs> no. Five seconds. Not five seconds. Wait, I had something up. Where can I find it now? I just saw the game. I was like, How oh, could that's you have nerdy. had something up if you didn't know what the thing was until five seconds? <laughs> okay, I'll go with... <laughs> Uh, Ren from Oxenfree, and here's why. Mm. So Ren, okay. I think nerdy. You're very smart. You're, you're, mm. You know stuff, but yet you have a mm. total lack of social understanding. And I think the mm. fact that Ren kind of goes after Nona, and then he has the opportunity to kind of be that thing. It's like when they have that game of um, was it Truth or Slap? And he has that kind of end where he can kind of this conversation could be brought up how he likes Nona and he backs down and then he eats a pop brownie when there's ghosts around shows bad social tact and a lack of understanding of your situation, which I think kind of nerdy. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Damn. What do you got to combat Rebuttal. Uh, Martin from Saturday morning RPG. No. He's a huge nerd from... and he wasn't likable. But not because he was a nerd, but because, like, he thought saying radical, cool, whoa. He was like, I don't know, he's a nerd. The point goes to Mark. Okay. Thank you. Great. Thank you. That, was, that, was, that was very weak. You, in <laughs> fact, in, in, in your defense, in your defense of your pick, you actually refer to him as not a nerd. Ooh, interesting. I lose this one. Okay. That was a lot of negative points for me. Well, all right. Well, good thing we're not going backwards. Thank goodness. You can only go up or nowhere, so I'll go nowhere. All right, Dan. You're the new judge. I'm the new well, judge. Your your word is, Dave. Or his word is. Oh, uh, his word is global. 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 Okay. <laughs> Worldwide. Spherical. Universal. Okay, guys. Hit me with Universal. your best shot. Uh, universal, global. Okay. Remember your audience. I, it's a hard one. Isn't Dave, it? do you want to go first? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I don't want to go first. I'm gonna go with the swimmer guy from Abzu, uh-huh. because he his whole mission is to repair the oceans, which are global. 
which are everywhere, which affect every nation, every color and creed. So his mission is to really kind of unify and heal the planet, which is very global. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that's 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 it. That is a good explanation. Work is I will hard. Not, I will. I will not give up. I will. My my. I will go with the. Uh, the immigration in papers, please. Oh, okay. Something that we all globally have to deal with in life. When you go from one country to another, you have to... This is a globally understood practice of having to give your passport and either be denied or be granted access from one place to another. Not if you don't leave. Well, I have to give it to Dave Grimma. <laughs> what? Are I apologize. Um, <gasps> one for being topical. It's very topical. That without, is topical. Without being specific. Oh, yeah, because we might be getting rid <laughs> of the And two, EPA. I don't That's know if topical. I totally trust the main... <laughs> I don't know if I totally trust the main character of Abzu. He's a little too <laughs> closely related to the alien robots. <laughs> I, I, I remember <laughs> a scene where you show up in one of their strongholds, and there he is on a big projection screen. Why am I here? What's going on? Uh, I disagree, but inside I respect your decision. Element. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, it's a good thing you're the judge of this next one. I guess so. It? Dave, so, that's yes. my word. All right, your word is useless, useless, Great. worthless, ineffective, unneeded, unneeded. Give me your this useless is... elements in these games. <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, mm. I'm gonna go with Dan's the. Got Remember, your judge. I am. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm gonna think of for a little longer now. <laughs> Because <laughs> I almost went with the wrong judge. That's right. <laughs> think um, of what I consider useless. I think many things have use. Oh, I got it. I got it. You can just give me the point. I don't think U- that... useless are the the headphones in ROM. Oh, they're not right. Useless. You you think you have the perfect opportunity to use the headphones in ROM, and when you can, you have to rhyme some word. <laughs> what is it? Bones or something? Uh, you have to rhyme. And you're like, Tones. obviously, you've got these headphones, but no, they, the headphones remain useless. You cannot use it to solve this puzzle. Dan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you right now. I don't think you have a chance of beating that headset. I think I do. <laughs> okay, go for it. The donut puzzle <laughs> is useless. That's the same puzzle. It's oh, the same puzzle. The, puzzle. the donut puzzle is useless. It's the same game, but I think the donut puzzle is more useless than the headphones because you can use the headphones for some things. But the donut puzzle the donuts was have literally no purpose. Totally useless puzzle. in that game. Mm. The donuts get you, give you progress. But the puzzle itself the was puzzle a useless itself. puzzle. This is an interesting twist you put on this. But game. that's saying any puzzle in that game is useless. No, no, no. You that, need to, you need to, com- you need to complete that puzzle to progress the game. I will give I'm you gonna, that. I'm gonna go with Dave still because the headphones they have uses are, are big, but they never have a really essential use. I'm mm. going to go with Dave on that one. I call... Shenans. Words. Words. <laughs> Dave, back to you, judge. All right. I'm judge, and the word is comical. Comical? Good. Comical, Good. funny, hilarious, amusing. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the... Um, oh, yeah? There's, Which I have two good options. With? I think there's two obvious options oh, yeah, in this. I see that. So, D- Dan, I'll, I'll defer to you, and I'm going to pick the other one. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to go 
I'm gonna go with Hello, Super my baby. Time Force Hello, Ultra. My honey. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with the end scene. If you, I don't know if you got to it, but there's the end scene where oh, we all beat that game. Can you explain doctors, to me what happens at the end? I'm on. I'm not familiar with that. I can't. You. Here's what I'm gonna go with: the fact that Mark didn't realize that there was a clear ending to Super Time Force Ultra. I think that was very comical. Oh, interesting. I think it was very funny how Mark did not realize this game had a whole thing, and we were both <laughs> obviously sure of it. And Mark, yeah, but wasn't. that's 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 in this podcast. That didn't happen in the oh, game. Oh, now I'm that? calling mega shenanigans. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you can change your answer. I'm just saying. Okay, that, well, that the exchange count. that goes on between the two doctors at that scene mm-hmm. is Stitching what I found time comical. Saves. When no. when they keep when they keep using the time yes. word yes. well time is money right yeah. <laughs> and they go back and forth and then it doesn't stop mm-hmm. and it hurts and then it gets bad and then it gets good again all right so what, what do you have to combat that I'm gonna go with the other obvious answer which is Sparrow Son because he's hilarious and it's his entire French Revolution time period and he's just like oh snap <laughs> what is this <laughs> as that that was much funnier so I will give that to you Mark thank I'm you I'm sorry Dan thank you sir I don't know if you're sorry. <laughs> Mega, mega ultra shenanigans next if i don't <laughs> dave two dan zero Mark and i'm two. the judge and you are the judge dan prepare to i think i'm out but no you well, just have to keep I'm, I'm just i will keep going but i think i don't think there's a winning for me i don't think i'm gonna mm-hmm. get a tatum ter- i don't like this negative attitude all right, all right. <laughs> this one this one is awkward okay awkward. okay i could work with this mm. he, he knows about awkward <laughs> <laughs> okay um, let's see awkward <clears throat> okay I got I'm gonna go first if you don't mind I oh, don't go for it unless you really want to get it in no go well, Dan, you, Dan you were the judge I don't mind though I I allow okay. it <laughs> okay um, I was gonna go with uh, the most awkward moments are when Emily is trying to talk to you about what happened when you visited when she visited your school and you have to deal with that whole conversation quite awkward where she is basically you know accusing you of taking advantage of her that's quite awkward that is not not no, awkward no it's not that's not a comfortable <laughs> situation for the player <sighs> okay so with that idea of uncomfortable no, no, i'm gonna awkward. go Awkward. awkward. Come on. Now, I will. Awkward I will also so say awkward is also clum- clumsy, bumbling, uncoordinated. Yeah. Uncoordinated. Uncomfortable is like wet socks. Awkward is like walking in wet socks. Walking in wet socks. <laughs> okay. Well, there's one scene that reminds me of walking in wet socks. It's when in the bunker you're reading a book to your dead mother, who's dead. <laughs> And you're still reading to her because uh, you're used to it. Uh, kind of awkward. <laughs> no, honestly, that that one that one might have to be it because I Dead I experienced the Emily thing, and Dave had it until you reminded me that that existed. And then you're like super awkward, super. I like that was actually something that made me almost shut that game off right then and there. Cause I'm like, what is this atrocity? So Do I Dave get the point, sir? Does not get the point. I'm sorry. No, Mark has the point. That's that's fine. I apologize. I give. I, I'm I'm cool with that. Mm. Okay. I See, I that, think it's deserved. I wish I had that feeling. Instead, I am <laughs> <laughs> left with only All regrets. Right. Mark, you will be uh, <clears throat> you will be judging 
the word painful, hurtful, agonizing, unbearable, oh. painful. Mm, I got something in my head. I hope you guys pick it. <laughs> I, I already, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The moment Trico gets his tail ripped off was, Ooh. I think, of all the games we played, the most painful moment of It's pretty painful. It. It's pretty painful, Dave. That's pretty, it's pretty legit. Mm. I'm learning that timing has a lot to do with this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I'm for to try and uh, stymie that. Let's see. I'm going to say (laughs) I'm going to say painful is the experience of watching the drifter get sicker and sicker even to ultimately, you know, win, but still perish. Mm. I think definitely, but I find there's a beauty in that, in his mortality, mm. to driving him forward, where when Trico's tail gets her off, oh, mm. I got to give it to Dan. That's no, I, too, I, too I agree, but I was, I was, I was grasping for whatever I could reach. The no. obvious answer was playing Nuclear Throne. No one packed. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we haven't talked about Nuclear Throne at all. All I'm just saying that was painful because I was so angry. But great game, anyway. Mm, yeah. Now this one is frivolous, trivial, mm. silly, <laughs> shallow, frivolous, um, trivial. Learning about the flooding system in Satalis. <laughs> that <laughs> felt frivolous good. and trivial <laughs> to me. It doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't. Oh. It's, a, it's, it's not a system. It's one button, and you're like, oh, I did it. And I like how you referred to the water, which is, you know, F. could be shallow, right. could be deep. And the letter know? F reminds me of the F key, which is what you use to stop the flooding from happening. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all connected. Damn. That was good, Dave. Dave, Dan, Dan, whoever is. <laughs> Look at us. We're the same guy. It's fine. <laughs> um... Frivolous. Both, both handsome men. I'll throw this out there. Like uh, the story in Aragami where it's so obvious oh. that Yamiko, y- Yamako is the enemy. It's like, oh, I wonder <laughs> yeah. who this girl is. Oh, she's probably the bad person. <laughs> she's the only other character. <laughs> Says the guy who figured it out at the moment that it was revealed. <laughs> Irrelevant detail. I'm thinking of my judge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to give this one to Dan. Yeah, I agree. I would absolutely give it to Dan. <laughs> See, look at you, Dan. You were all like... This is what I do. I lose back. a lot, and then I win all at once, and then I forget how yeah, I did it. That is true. And now Dan is the judge. Okay? So this we only have two aged. more rounds. Aged. Right now. Mm-hmm. Aged. Ancient. Old. Old. Mature. Aged. Okay. Aged. It's the mm. controlling mechanics in last the, the Last Guardian. Oh. Because it's a great game, but it feels ancient, old, <laughs> and it's clunky, and it's uncomfortable, and it's so pronounced that it possibly interferes with you experiencing a masterpiece. But if you could work through it, you you, you were reborn. Just like age. Like age. If you could, okay, Dave? Once you get so old, you're go. young again. I'm going to go specifically with the character Valentine from SeaWorld Heist, the old sniper. He's just, he's an old tin can robot. He loves spouting about how he could still kick it. And he just throws puns left and right. So I know Dan loves him. But he's, you got to look at like, you know, context where he's old, but old for a robot. 
still no, pretty this is tough. I, you he could be he could be really old. This is the first because mm. possibly robots live forever. It's possible, right? If you can keep replacing your so parts. The fact that he's old, you know, can he could be he could be like super old. Oh, Not as old you as know, the he could PS2 be like two controlling mechanics in the uh, last. He could be like <laughs> yeah, but the, what is that? Like seven, six, seven years tops. Here's my. He's argument. been alive. He's been alive age, for probably age, like feel the two hundred years. You feel how old it is. You, can't, oh, you can just know age, but did you feel how old he was? Did he I bet you he feels around? it in his knees. I bet he does, but I bet you, as the player, didn't. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> go with the okay. feels, Dan. Gotta, what do you feel? You know in your heart to be true. You know it. Aged. I gotta go with Mark. Thank you, Dan. You made the right decision. And what's best about that is now that clinches a victory for Mark. Wait, does it? Yeah. Now I got yeah, four points. Oh, I wouldn't have given you the point if I knew you would win on it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a fair. That's a fair. <laughs> no, thing. honestly, like just to defend, this chair is gonna literally fall out from under me, and you're gonna get your I wish, Dave. <laughs> it's gonna be gone soon because I'm gonna fall through it. Um. Oh, I, I felt it during felt the play. It. You feel and, the like, age. I was like, this game is obviously a PS3 game. What is happening? I had, I had the but, right one. Come on. Just give it. Just give it to me. I it's gave okay. it to you. It's, it's I know. Just, I'm just saying. We can just acknowledge I had the best answer. I, I'm running. Now I have to contact Dave on Emily is Away AIM and say, listen, listen I'm sorry. And I'm sorry it was awkward between us. Neatly typed. <laughs> and no one likes All that. Right. So, so I, for poops and giggles, the last one to determine second place. Because you're both tied 2-2. Dave, what okay. do I got? This is a really great feeling. Oh. He's mad at me. Do 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 do. <laughs> do 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 do. It is. All right. Manly. Oh. Masculine. Masculine. Virile. If there's anyone of the three of us who knows about being a man, it's me. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. Let's see. I'm gonna give have- it to Georgie. Because go on, he keeps trying, and that's very masculine. He's got his big beard, and he just approaches. He's very with hairy. His, his confidence. Never give up. Never surrender. He's very hairy. He's like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm here," and he, you know, and eventually he gets it. So he shows persistence, which mm. I think is a very—I mean, not limited to, but it is attributed to masculinity, and strength, good. and confidence. So I think Georgie confidence. from Papers, Please. Is the epitome of masculine in our experiences. Nice pick, Dan. Thank you, Dave. I'm gonna go. I was gonna go with uh, Fish from <laughs> from Nuclear Throne. Go on. You look at his his select screen, and it's just like him making a beefy like arm pose with that big bicep, right? You just pick up tons of guns and shoot things, and we all know that guns equals manly, right? Because everyone's just Trying to show who's got a bigger what, right? Gun. So for the record, you're saying the manliest character we've encountered, fish. Yeah, <laughs> is fish. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give it to Dan because I think in the in the opinion can of I, can being I, can... a man is being an actual physiological man. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't say human. I agree, but I think that's a prerequisite. We wouldn't no. say you know who's really manly. Is a male Carpet. fish? <laughs> <laughs> from Aladdin. Carpet's pretty manly. He carries around two uh, people on his hairy back. 
All right, Yo, so I'm going I'm 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 to run away with mine now. Was it plat, plat, platinum? Your platinum pterodactyl. Your platinum pterodactyl. Which is close to a platinum, which And what did really I grab? Quickly, come up with it right now. Your uh, posterior, posterior. Okay. Totally. Fixing a post. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this super duper long episode of oh, the Dice yeah. Machines Game Club podcast. Oh, way long. Oh, I see that now. <laughs> so this if you're still with us, you're, you're a true fan. We appreciate yeah. you sticking with us. And when you tune in next time, we'll be back to our normal routine where we're playing games and talking about them. Dave, what game are we going to be playing next time? We've already kind of decided that. So we can just kind of Turing Test. We did it last. We did. On the last episode. We did? We, yeah, we did. Oh, that's awkward. But it, just in case you forgot, we're going to be playing Turing, Turing Test. Test. And I'm excited yeah. to talk about it. But that's then. In the meantime, if you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends, tell your, your loved ones, tell your pets. You can find us on all the locations like SoundCloud and iTunes and all that fun stuff. You want to reach us out on Twitter. I'm at Magrocrag. Um, Fish would beat the crap out of Georgie. <laughs> Let me tell you, he is way more manly. Georgie doesn't a, need not guns a human. to prove his not points. <laughs> You, got a you silver can tell tongue. Dave that he's totally wrong at, at zombie underscore pirate. I would like to point out that the that the fourth definition of manly here in the oh, third one is the word strong. Well, okay. I'm at the Dan first. Mac. The first, and he's at Dan Mac, and the first definition of man is man is masculine, like a, a, a human. <laughs> human. No, that's nowhere on here. And you could you could let us know how you feel about this. And we'll see you next time. Yep. We're on Facebook. This is we're on BS. Twitter. We're I won that trophy. I won that tournament. you <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this ridiculous episode, and we hope to see you and hear you soon. Bye. Bye. Georgie. Georgie for the win for second place.